One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. Ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. It's all they know because we teach them that. Exactly. So if we're, of course they're going to be okay, but it's our job as parents to be like, you are okay with it and happy with it it's like your children will be okay with it because they trust you. They look at you to be the leader. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, this is amazing, they're going to be like, this is amazing. They don't, that's why you can parent 700 different ways. And it's right for you because if you believe it, they'll believe it. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? (laughs) I hope it's giddy giddy. Good afternoon, well, good evening, and good morning. Are they going to be listening to this tonight? This yeah, is a, they better. This is a Tuesday. I mean, you can do it whenever you want. Right. Like, who am I to tell you when to listen to my podcast? <laughs> you have, you can listen in the middle of the night, in the middle of the morning, or wherever you want, as long as you're listening. And honestly, as long as you're listening, I, if you're not listening, you wouldn't know that we're telling exactly, you to listen. Exactly. You know, it's we tricky. already approve of you. But I, 
uh, when we do this podcast, a, a big part of me actually like, even though I know it's not true, I feel like nobody's listening. And then I find out that 1.1 million, million no, 1.1 million people have listened to this podcast. And every time we do a VIP, people are like, listen to your podcast. And it makes me rethink everything that I said. I'm like, Why? well, at least my mom and my husband aren't listening. But then, oh, wait, yeah, they are. No, they're not. Your husband's done. Oh yeah, I think he only listened to like the first two. He liked them. He he got he he binged. He or like, he seriously watches, listens to them, and doesn't tell me that he's listening. You know. I mean, maybe that's the guy. Who, either way, we won't filter what we say to you. No, you know? heck no, because I still believe no one's listening. So if you're listening, you're not listening. You're just a ghost. Exactly. Turn your ears off. Got it. <laughs> but don't listen because uh, we're doing it for for you to listen. So we just came off tour, tour, and lots I, of tour. I feel better. Than I did last tour. Like coming off it. Oh, but also because it must have had to do also with all the time change. Uh, I was terrible. Every day we were time changing something, you know? And we were doing so much media in between. And this tour, we got to literally just go and do tour, which was good. I'm so glad it wasn't the opposite. You know what I mean? Like if we had to do on our second week on tour, if we had to do media, we would have been like, "Eh, robots. Oh, I wish I had brought... um, my Mother's Day card that my daughter wrote me because oh, what's it say? I just had a major epiphany. You know, we've been a lot of women when we go on the road want to know. We've talked about it before, but I've begun to realize a lot of women talk about like guilt or uh, feeling inadequate or feeling like you know um, disrespected, like so, so many of the feelings, like unappreciated, like from their partners and children, just in general, yeah. as a woman, as a mom, as a you know, like the whole um, the whole gamut, yeah. if you will, yeah, and. My daughter wrote me a, a Mother's Day card, and it was basically like, I want to thank you for, um, oh God, I, I, it was everything that we have now started to say out loud, yeah. not apologizing yeah. for being us as women and as moms. Mm-hmm. She wrote it out, being yeah. like, I want to thank you for how you help women. I want to thank you for... Um, I love how much you love your job. I I love how you've taught me the confidence and you've helped me deal with my anxiety. You have uh I love how you don't care about the way you look or that I love that <laughs> I know that was kind of like a backhanded compliment, but I love how you you are okay with being yourself. Like all the things that we preach, she actually whether she can internalize it right now. It's her self-talk that she is, that's what she's telling herself mm-hmm. because that's what came out. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, mm-hmm. that's what parenting is. Yeah. It's self-talk. <laughs> so it's, rep- it's repetitive talk it's, of what you want them to think. So basically brainwashing. Well, yes. Yes. And the woman who got arrested, who did it really negatively and told her, her daughter she was sick and she was oh, right, right, yeah. like, you know, not that that's, but just a kid will believe anything their parent tells them because it's the person they trust the most usually. Yes. But if you sit there and you beat yourself up, if you talk negatively about yourself, if you, if you apologize for the way for going to work, it, they'll think it's bad. Mm-hmm. So I need you. I'm here. I'm okay. listening. I'm Ken, sad. What do you say? I mean, I think it's the same kind of thing. And it's funny though, but I feel like what our kids are doing more than ever is that they're, what my kids are doing is they're questioning it. You know what I mean? Instead of just like being like, you're gone and that's the end of that, you know? I feel like this morning TJ looked at me, he goes, mom, can I ask you something? I'm like, yep. He's 
four. Do you go to work or do you stay home? Oh. And I'm just like, I was doing something at the time, but I looked at him and he was staring me right in the eyes. And I was like, like, you're confusing me. Why are you here? Do you leave or come home? But I was like, it's an interesting conversation that he's having. And I don't know where it comes from, whether it's like they're talking about at school, you know, because lots of people have nannies. Yeah. Lots of people stay at daycare till six o'clock. There's also Mother's Day too, right? So maybe they're talking about like what mommy does. He's the first. Yes. He's the first kid to be picked up. But yet sometimes I'm not there at all. So he just looked at me, he wanted an answer. And I said, mom's, mommy's got an interesting job. She um, stays home and then, and then, <laughs> and then she goes away and sometimes she goes on TV. You know, it's basically how I describe it, but, and he, he was okay with that answer, but I think that all of them are, it's a conversation because it's, it, our situation is unique, but it's mm-hmm. bringing light to how moms all do it differently because in their world, our children thought we were there, that there was just stay at home moms. And then there was moms that in their eyes, moms that worked and weren't there. You know what right. I mean? Right. And, and we now, do both. And we do both. And we so co- we confuse them. We confuse them. What do you but, do for a living? I confuse my children. But so many women have jobs like this now, you know, whether well, yeah. they work for themselves or they work part time or they work from home, like things are changing. It's not just so like black and white as it used to be. And so even our kids saying these interesting questions and conversations, it's good. And all of them say, I'm proud of you, mom. Yeah. You know, and I, I hear my husband saying it. I hear him saying it out loud. I hear him saying it in front of the kids. When it was Mother's Day, I got Mother's Day gifts, but then I got a bottle of champagne congratulating mm-hmm. on going on tour and doing that. So there's a lot of appreciation happening, and I guess we must be doing something right that they're not mad at us. Uh, well, they have no reason to be mad at us. Well, yeah. No. But because- remember, you said that when your mom worked, you said uh, whatever you do for She was in a bad mood. Oh, you were trying to hurt her. No, she was. I don't. I don't want to do what you do. You're in a bad mood. She oh, she was in a bad mood. Yeah, she was in a bad oh, mood. You she missed left out that part. No, she was in a bad. I was like, I don't. I thought you was, said I don't want to do your job because you always have to go away. No, she was. No, I said I don't like want to do because you're in a bad mood. Like you're a mean mummy. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, I thought she was mean because she left. No, just wow. being a mean mummy. Where did we tell that story? You should clarify. In <laughs> I, rem- I rem- Facebook Live. No, it was at a VIP, and the the people said like I don't think it's. I don't think it's what you, I really, the, the more we do this and the more I talk to people and we talk to so many women, the more I've come to realize like, if you own what you do, if you love what you do and you don't apologize for it, they have, that's what they want. But my mom was, in bad, she, she was doing the, um, the course to become a stockbroker. Mm. You know that thing, securities, use your securities mm. course? Yes. And she, why'd she do that? She didn't she need that for make, her job. She, but she wanted to make more money. Did she, she finish it and not do it? No, she didn't finish it. I have to ask her if she finished it, but she hated it. Yeah. And she would have to come home from working all day, have three kids, and, and study. then like an hour commute and study. And I remember like she'd have to probably stay up late and wake up early. She and was overwhelmed for sure. Totally overwhelmed. I'm like, you have a terrible, this is terrible. Whatever you're doing, I yeah, don't yeah. want to do this. Yeah, yeah. We're like, what do you do? I'm never doing that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that makes sense. I'm like, because this is, makes you mean. Yeah. If I was little, I was so little. And yeah. I think she just looked at me and she was like, <laughs> I know, right? Because you know? kids know just what to say. And that's another thing is when we're on tour and, and VIP, people ask us questions. And a lot of moms, I'm surprised, a, a lot of moms that are in VIP are like, I'm a traveling mom. I travel for my work. I travel Not a, a lot. lot. I would say one or two per, which feels like a lot, but one or two. Because yes. other women are like, to get out of the house, I had to leave lists and lists I, and I lists. I see why those moms that come to the VIP and that our traveling moms, how they can connect with us. Yeah, they're like, you leave a lot more than me and you're doing okay. And we said to them though, like, your kids know just what to say to 
push your buttons. And I remember, you know, it's like, there's so many things we can take away from kids to punish them. But the only thing our kids can take away from us is love. Try and say, I don't love you or you're mean. Cause there's nothing else they can take away from us. They're not, they're not going to, they're not going to threaten to take away making dinner that night or dessert. Right. Cause we're in control. The only thing they can control is, is being, are, mean, is to being you. mean to you and taking yeah, away yeah. your love. Right. We can take away their dessert, their birthday party, their everything. The only thing that they can do right, is right, use right. their words to hurt us. Yeah. And so if that's all they have, of course they're going to use it sometimes to make you feel bad. So when we go back on tour or we go away on Monday, our kids are going to say something mean probably because that's all they've got. Yep. Oh, uh, I, uh, yes. And I, I believe that like Chloe's getting, like I came home, the nanny came the next day. She wasn't like, you know, she's like, bye mom. Like I, I really, I, I, I feel like a lot of our guilt and a lot of like women's guilt and a lot of is because we are constantly apologizing or parenting out of guilt because we're like, oh my God, I'm a bad mom. I've, I've got to make it up to them. Like, nope, you're not a bad mom. It's like what they remember. If my mom, I, I would have remembered my mom being happy over what made her in a bad mood. Does that make sense? Like if she was loving her work, I probably would have wanted to do that job. Like it's like what you come home with and I, you could be there every day. And if you hate what you do, I, I don't think you're necessarily a better mom because you're there every day. And I think one of the hard things for no, us- You're actually not a better mom. No. Is that for us, we were stay-at-home moms transitioning into traveling and leaving, which was hard for us and which was, was hard for the kids. And I think that in the beginning, I thought it was harder for them than it really was because my mom was a stay-at-home mom till I was like 13 and then she had to go and work. And I never remember thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're leaving me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she changed the game overnight. It, she didn't change the game. The, ch- the game got changed for her. So a lot of people are like, well, I'm going back to work and I feel so bad because I'm, but like your kids will only know what they get, what they're used Dude, to. Think about the world and think about how a lot of it runs, right? Like think about like how privileged like this conversation is because some kids have to start working at like five years old. And it that's is hugely privileged, but it's their reality. It's no, but all I'm they saying know. it's, but this is what I'm saying. It's all they know because we teach them that. Exactly. So if we're, of course they're going to be okay, but it's our job as parents to be like, you know what? I like, I'm, a, if you are okay with it and happy with it, it's like your children will be okay with it because they trust you. They look at you to be the leader. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, this is amazing, they're going to make, this is amazing. They don't, that's why you can parent 700 different ways. And it's right for you because if you believe it, they'll believe it because it's a truth. Like, because we are the cult leaders. Get if, that? Well, if Take you have that. like, <laughs> if you have seven wives and that's all they know, they don't think that's weird. They don't think that's weird. <laughs> if, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, oh, uh, yeah. No, I watched the sister was. So everyone all, thinks they're in a normal situation. I think that all this guilt and shame and like all this stuff that we carry, I'm like, it kind <laughs> of, it's up to us. Like, I think everyone's looking for someone to like change it. It's up to us. Like, it's up to us to walk home and be like, mommy had a great day. I was at work all day. It was a long day, but I had a great day. You know what and I mean? I think also sometimes it's like, have a conversation with your partner and explain this to them because sometimes they can in like, what? That was like a flying squirrel. I saw that too. Oh my gosh. Sometimes um, unfortunately, husbands can be a part of the problem because they'll say little snippy things that the children will hear. Yeah. So it has to be like a dialogue between the two of you and just sit down and say, listen, like, do you respect what I do? I respect what you do. Do you respect that I yeah. travel? I respect that you travel. Well, let's make sure we make this a consistent conversation in front of the kids so that it's like, because if they feel like daddy's saying what mommy's doing is bad, but mommy's saying it's good, well, that's confusing. Yeah, right? And if mommy, that is that, that's, that's the, 
demise of uh, everything is if you're inconsistent with your messages because then they don't know what to trust. And I feel like our partners have come. Partners. Yeah. Well, they're par- our partners, right? Right. What, got our it. lovers? No. <laughs> I feel like they've come a long way in, in um, vocalizing the consistency of the conversation. You know, I think in the beginning there was a little bit of smack back. Uh, maybe a lot. And now I think that they've become very vocal about supporting and teaching the kids. And I think they realize now that the kids are listening. Because there's money involved. <laughs> it's a sad but true fact. If we were doing this... For fun? We would be, fuck no. Probably divorced or something. Fuck no. And I think that's what's so hard for so many women. If you're at home right now, and you know we've said this before, but if you're trying to start something or you're doing like uh, direct marketing mm-hmm. and... And it takes a long time to make money. And your your spouse is like, I don't care about your passion or your hobbies. All I care about is the money, so don't waste your time. I'm like, that's so disheartening because for some women, it's not even about the money. It's about their sanity. Yeah. And it's about, even like if it's $200 or even if it's fucking $50 to them, it's worth it because... It gives them a sense of purpose. And I think that so many people, unfortunately, men equate time and money. And they're like, this doesn't make sense for you to go and spend that much time doing that. But I'm like, if it is worth, if it is worth you feeling good or like you could maybe go somewhere, why not? Like no one, no one started off making a bunch of money. They had to start somewhere. So why, why not you? Why not you? That was exactly us. You know, for us, uh, all we need, all we, all we wanted to do was cover costs, but going out and doing what we were doing by having these events was so worth it for us, but it wasn't worth it for them. Lots of fights over that one. They literally looked at the time it took to plan, you know, and do all the things and all the follow up. And they were like, that needs to be billable hours. And we're like, no says who. Right. You know, I wish, oh God, I wish sometimes you could turn back time and you could, because I know that a lot of you out there are like, you know, I'm trying to start this business. I, I Maybe I make 50 bucks a month. Um, maybe yeah. I haven't even broken even yet and my husband doesn't support this. Have a conversation with him about why you're doing it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like try and get his support. And once he gives you that support, remind him, you know, you gave me the support. And, and I, I think that's a, I think... I think it's so hard and I think that if when I was when I sat and I was a stay at home mom and I would see like successful people mm-hmm. I was like they have something I don't mm. or I feel like that you think that they were lucky or I, I you feel like you know um that you don't even know how to put one foot in front of the other and I think that's what's so hard about being a mom and a woman and you're like, you want the best of both worlds. And you're like, fuck, I want to be with my kids. Mm-hmm. Like some of the time, like you, you're so desperate to bring in an income because just doing nothing sometimes doesn't fuel you. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you sit there and, and then you begin to weigh out, well, this costs this much and it's not worth your time to go put, get a babysitter. Cause then the kids will. And if someone like I've seen, I've had this conversation where you go and you outweigh all the monies and the pros and, and the, the, the cost and the, of daycare for you going out. Of, and basically it's just me like, can't like breaking even, but I want to go to work because you know, I want to grow my career, yep, but, or I want to take a chance, but you basically look at, you look at the woman and you're like, well, what, what you care about isn't worth anything mm. because it doesn't make any money. But my point is that there's nothing more special about Nat and I than anyone else listening to this. Other, other than the fact that we were like, if you picture uh, someone, you, you would picture them with like, how we got here, there's like, it's like a tornado, a hurricane, yep. like mud, uh-huh. uh, someone throwing like barricades in your way, like, and then brick walls. No, and then, no red carpet. 
No, and, and castles, and and we just figured out ways to get through them, climb over them, yeah. and go around them. There was no, there's no, no secret sauce. Literally, other than fucking sheer determination, resiliency, and we have no option because the minute we put so much time into it, the minute we were like, well, like for us even having this podcast right now and going on tour, that was never the plan. Mm-mm. That that was out of sheer need to bring in an income. That was it. Like we always looked at other ways. There was never a mission to be like, let's be popular. Let's write a book. It was never <laughs> we never thought about an audience. Social media didn't even exist when we started this. It existed, but it wasn't what it is. So there was no like, I want to grow up and be a social media influencer. That did not exist. And what did exist, we didn't want to do. Blogging existed and we didn't want to do it. So we create we we I'm so glad we didn't even try. <laughs> Honestly, but, I'm so glad we listened to our instincts and said the two of us are not going to sit down here and write. And honestly, I'm going to be honest here. When we did have some, <laughs> when we did have some partnerships where we had to write blogs for whatever reason, yeah. it, was, it wasn't like a personal opinion blogs or anything like that. We hired writers <laughs> it's because there needed to be research, there needed to be facts, it's and so it needed to good. be blog posts. And we were yeah, like, yeah, we literally hired. We're like, you know what? Fuck this. You're a good writer. We'll pay you to write this for us. And and yeah. And it wasn't like opinions. It, it was like no, it was research. Facts. It was research, research. And facts, but it was like from a mom's perspective. Well, we knew a mom who was a great writer. We paid oh her. My, yeah, we did. We gave her an income. Oh my god, we are. But that's pretty resilient. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bigger, kind of sneaky. Well, We're kind of because sneaky it's fuckers. also like uh, that was part of the deal. The deal was the biggest deal we'd ever had. So we're like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go back and say that we're not gonna say we can't do it, right. and we're not gonna ask for less. We're gonna deliver exactly what they want, and we're gonna figure out how to do it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> It really is so true, you know? You know, if we had events, honestly, we had events that weren't sold out, instead of either canceling them or having an event with five people, we gave that shit away for free so it looked full, so clients and photographs and all that would be like, oh, these things, these girls have something going on. It was a fake it till you make it type of thing. Yeah, that, and, (laughs) and I also think, you know, like by far, by far, like Nat and I do not have uh, the biggest following. Mm-hmm. We do not have like the most liked posts. We don't have um, fancy photography. We don't have like there's nothing. There's nothing other than we don't have those damn mansions in Hawaii. No, no, <laughs> or like yeah, no, no, none of it. But Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kat and Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kat and Nat. It always blows my mind that we can go to most any city and fill a fucking theater. I don't know Mm -hmm. how. And even our whole entire team is like... um, It it, it defies what logic? It defies logic. And uh, number one, it defies logic. Number two, it shows that we have created an awareness that people trust our brand. So they're like, I know that if I go, I'm going to have a great time and come home with, like they know exactly what they're, they're there to expect. Uh, often they leave being like, I knew I knew I would have fun, but I didn't know it would be that much fun. Or like, I didn't yeah, know I would Yeah, I didn't know that. what to expect. But I knew I could trust you guys in, yeah. the, in, the, like, in the thing of it. And I don't... I, I think that that's what's so confusing about this world right now is it's a it's a popularity contest and we're taking people's numbers on their Instagram as legit we're legitizing them based on how many followers and how many likes they have which is super confusing because that doesn't actually back up who they are as people and we've met people with huge followings who who are not what you think they are and that's confusing because the whole industry is built on numbers uh, likes, um, optics. It's all fucking optics. And I've met people that you see online and they're like, they don't even look the same. You're like, I'm so confused right now. Like it's so, it is so confusing. And all I can think of is why we can fill a theater is because people know exactly who we are. There's no secrets. You know, I, and I, I don't think it's a coincidence. Like we are, we are not, oh, you're drinking from a hockey. I like that. Baseball, but yeah. Baseball, sure. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence. Okay, we're not comedians, okay, but we are funny, uh, apparently. Weird. Uh, uh, weird funny, but you know who sells out audiences? Ew. Comedians. Comedians can fill, <sighs> and you know what else? Comedians on social media are usually what they seem. 
Uh, okay. okay. So because comedians can break it down and be real. And even comedic actors, when you see them on the red carpet, they're never going to act all polished and shit. They speak real talk. Like, like, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Are we talking about why we're successful right now? Yes, and yeah, how we okay, can got fi- it. and how we can fill theaters. It's people who don't take themselves too seriously, right? Or it, there's a there's a there's a level of truth, and which is exact it's, it's, opposite of exactly. what social media is, because mm-hmm. it's like you know when they open their mouth, it's going to be truthful <laughs> in a way, even if it's brutally honest or the raw. Most and, trustful, worthy people are comedians, and we also get like you know you tell it in such a raw way, which is kind of funny because you and I say it in a way that's like we don't know how to finesse it, Mm-mm. and that's that would made, take too much time and thought. I had a, a coming to Jesus moment. Is that what you say? I mean, I don't think that's what you should say, but that's what some people say. Right, because that right. Like an epiphany would be better. Okay, okay, I had an Oprah moment. Okay, sure. You know when Oprah always was like, yeah. aha, an aha moment. she made that. We should make our own moment. Like, okay. uh, uh, right. fuck yourself moment. Or like, I, had, my, I had a tight vag moment. Well, I don't know about <laughs> no, that. God. We were watching something last night and she was like, go fuck yourself. Oh, Watched a great movie last night. Oh. And he, the girl said, go fuck yourself. And he goes, Marcos, that's so cat. She was just such a boss woman. He's like, he's like so much of her character reminded him of us. Oh the way my that we're God. just like, go we, fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And also that we kind of have like, like a, like a boss, like masculine way about us. Not right. masculine, but just like, it's not gentle. Right. Not, not sweet. <laughs> it's not finessed. It's not finessed. It's, it's not very, super feminine. You know what? We're kind of like squirrels. And it's like, you're not sure which way we're going to run. Mm. Like, this is why I hate squirrels so much. Uh, mm-hmm. they, you should you should feel at home with squirrels. No, I don't. Because what happens is, you get, if you don't have a squirrel, it's this weird half rat, a fluffy rat, but bigger than a fluffy For rat. For some reason, kind of like a kangaroo. Like a small kangaroo <laughs> meets rat. Because you know they sit up on their hind legs. Yeah, it's true, and it's so weird how squirrels, like rats, are disgusting, but squirrels are kind of cute. Debatable. Okay. We've just been taught that. (laughs) That's the narrative. Is rats because they've got longer noses? No, we've just been taught they're gross too. Yeah, you know what I mean, if we were taught they were cute, they would be cute, like raccoons. They're exactly. actually pretty cute, but we hate them. But they're garbage eaters. This is the problem. <laughs> we are we teach everybody everything. Oh my god! Think about what you're teaching. So, anyways, we're like squirrels. <laughs> we sit there, no, and then you're not sure which way it's going to go. It looks at you, and you move one way, it moves the same way. Then you move the other way, and then it goes the other, and then it stops, and then it runs and stops, and then it runs. <laughs> like you're really not sure what you're like. Is it going to attack you? you is it gonna- can I tell you, it's never going to attack you. Yeah, they, no, no, it's not. My, no. kid, my kids no, also think. I know they do. Rabby. Yeah. Rabby. Rabby. They're fucking oh, got rabies. Oh, I wonder where oh, they got they, the sometimes, idea. Sometimes they go, yeah, I taught them. Sometimes they go slowly. <laughs> and, Stay away from and they just, squirrels. And they just look at you dead yeah. in the eye. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Where are you going? Like, are you going right, left, straight? Help a girl out here. Considering they, they're so sneaky, I'm surprised how often they're roadkill. Because they, 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 they're trying to play chicken with the car. They're like, I'm going to go. They're kind of fun. Wow. We are squirrels. So anyways, we're, I've lost where we're going because we're squirrels. I had squirrels. a squirrel moment. Oh, my oh. husband. My husband. Here we go back. He came to the Toronto show. For those of you who are in Toronto, you know exactly who he is. I came to the Toronto show. and Had the fucking time of his life. He okay. is, loved it. And as you do. Yes. As you do it again. As you do love it. And he said to me, you have, because him and Nat watch comedy shows. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, stand-up comedy specials on Netflix. Okay. So they both are big fans, and he giggles his face off at those things, like giggles. And uh, he said, the fact that you can make an entire room laugh for like 
two hours is pretty crazy. Like that's crazy because he goes, some comedians go out for years and no one cracks. Yeah. Like no one. I think what our, um, they're like, oh my God, they just said that. Yeah. And I, but I think it's also what we have in common with the people in the audience. Whereas let's say you see a comedian. Okay. Let's say Tiffany Haddish is standing in front of you. Yeah. She's fucking funny. But some of you can really relate to her as a single woman, as a black woman, as um, whatever age she is. Um, but 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 a lot of the men in the audience, a lot of people in the audience are also men. Okay? Right. So some of the things, although they're funny, they can't relate as much. Everyone, Wait, in our audience? No, it hurts. Oh, okay, any got it. stand-up comedian. So there's a there's a reason sometimes their jokes will fall halfway, and that's because not everyone can relate to what they're talking right. about. Right. The thing, and when you run into people like on the street and um, people that have come to our show, and even on the last day when I was sitting in the lobby for a long time and I saw everyone, was that what we're ta- the reason people are coming to us is because we're talking about something they can. Every single person can relate to. Because we talk about being a mother, we talk about being a woman. Yep. Everyone in the audience, except for some husbands who... They the, laugh their faces they off They laugh their faces off because <coughs> they have heard their wives say this. Everyone in the audience has something in common where that yes. doesn't always happen, right? Uh, well, I would like to say that we're just really funny. Well, that too, <laughs> too. But we do have the upper hand that the audience we've created uh, and our friends that come, it's like it's a trusted relationship that has been... Has been minuched, finessed. Oh, minuched oh, no, over time because we all connect because we have that same thing in common. Minuched. I, the sorry, I take away the minuche and I add finesse. Finesse. The best a man can get. I take away a minuche and I finesse. <laughs> I up you one with a finesse. Yeah. So, but that's what's so great is that I can, you know, look at the person in the back fucking corner in the middle of a 2,000 person audience and I can say something about childbirth or having a small baby or toddler and bang. Bang. I may have not said it out loud, but I've definitely experienced it. Got it. Yes. Yep. We sure. That's why. That's why. Part. Of, I don't. know. I don't know how. And, and also, when you're creating a business or a product. Yes. Go, you, bring it back, Nat. Bring need, it back. Full need, circle. Here we go. You need to know your target market as well as as if it's your own. Just right? so you know, we didn't know that. I mean, mm-hmm. we knew it, but we didn't know it. But now we feel it. Like I'm pretty sure a man could not or should not be selling a diva cup. But they do. That's the problem with the whole fucking industry. Well, maybe that's why they don't do as well. A bunch of men sit there and they decide what's right for a woman. It's wrong. You should ask a woman. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. That is a very good point, Kat. And that's why when I watched What Men Want last night, I really liked the movie. Watch it. Is it new? Yes. What men want. Because there used to be what women want. Yes. And he could hear the voices in their head. Yes. Well, she can hear the voices in a man's head. And let me tell you, it's a good thing that we don't have uh, go on tour to talk to men because the shit that goes on in their tell mind. Me, I love this. I, I bet I'm half man in my head. Yeah, you are. It's just ridiculous. It's like, simple. It's uh, rude. Like what? It's sexual. Like um, like when a woman walks by. I mean, yeah, you're right. I'm kind, we're kind of guys too. <laughs> <laughs> like always thinking about like sex or... Um, or just boring, dumb stuff. Or they can like get what? songs out of their head. Oh my god, is this true? Well, yeah, I'm sure. Like I'm, the, the man of this of the movie, it was a male writer. Wow. Anyways, it's so interesting. I it, feel like we could do a man show. I have no interest in no. I'm just entertaining saying, uh, a room full of men. I, are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure. You're sure? Right? Yeah. I feel like you do a good job no. of that. I feel like no. we, I feel like I challenge you. No. Room full of men. Thank you. And we'll have like a hot DJ. No. Was it a girl or a boy? Girl. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, I like the women. That's what we like the best, women. We like women, women the, the best. best. I don't know what you guys got from this, but I think we're going to keep it tight tonight because- It's um, my birthday. It's Nudie's birthday. I have 400 emails and texts sitting here asking me questions. About what? Your my birthday? life in general. From like You need to get off your phone and stuff. You're texting a lot of people. Yesterday you went to town. What happened about that? Who did I text yesterday? You just said I, got, I texted so many people in the morning. Oh, I know. Well, I, they were asking me things. And uh, then, but then, yeah, so I saw your text. It was so low. I'm like, shit, a lot happens in a morning. So low. Shorty go low, 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 low. You know, you know what's funny about men? A lot of things, mostly their balls and scrotum. Are, are they universal dirtbags? Um, like, they, they just, some just hide it better from like various degrees. I think they have dirty thoughts. Okay. Yep. Are they dirtbags? No. No. I don't think Got so. Got it. Just dirty thoughts. Um, like, are they in a meeting and there's a woman there and they're like, look at those jugs. Anyways, about the forecast, wow, I'd like to titty fuck that. I uh, don't think they can look at breasts and not think about them. Oh. Yeah, in a sexual way. Especially when Can they're- you imagine women walked around and they just saw penis like, whoa, I would like to run. That would be so messed up with every man you saw that you would think about. Like, not even like sexually attractive ones, just ones that you're like, I wonder what, like, well, you I, are. I do. Oh, Every a- Uber driver, I stare at his hands first. Yeah. You think about their dick always. Yeah, yeah. lately you, more than ever. You think about dick all the time. Yeah, I didn't used to. Not like I want the dick. I just imagine what does your dick look like? <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, no. I thought it was a few everybody. Yeah, every man. Oh, Natalie. It's really uncomfortable because I get distracted in the conversation if we're talking about. Wait, do you think about like swallowing it with your vagina? Never. No, I just want to know what it looks like. (laughs) Well, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I just can't stop myself from wondering. That's it. It's not good. I know. Like, have you thought about my- Stop it. You have. Not your husband. Not your husband. No, I'd, I'd never gone that far. 
Okay, good. Now but, you're doing but, it right now. Get it out of you. Stop it. Stop it. I know what you're doing. You're thinking about it. You're not thinking about your brothers. Oh, no, God, stop. stop it. Natalie. Stop it. Peaches and cream, peaches and cream, peaches and cream. Salt, you apples, have oranges. a dick problem. It's, you're addicted it's, to dick. It's, I just, I just think dicks are so weird. You, I know this is crazy. Okay, dude. And I, I, I honestly, people like. Are you at the hockey, like the baseball? I like, wonder what that guy's dick like. Yes. Oh you my do. gosh. Yes. Oh, oh god. Oh my god. Every guy you meet. Because I just think it's so funny. They're walking around with that between their legs. <laughs> Every guy you yeah. meet has like. Just think about my dick. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Like. Yeah, every time I know we're going to be in a new man, I'm like, wonder what his dick's going to look like. <laughs> you, yeah, everyone. And sometimes it's all I can think about. Like a couple people in particular, every time I think about them, I think about their dick. <laughs> and be like, like I did it this morning with that thing over there. I'm like, that's what his dick looked like. Oh. I think about his dick a lot. <laughs> I can't. I can't I'm mostly I like if someone's a, really tall I think or really syndrome. short or really fat. I think you have a, an infatuate, you have a dick syndrome. Like, <laughs> but you, I don't want to see it. I just want to imagine what it might be like. And then what do you do with it in your head? Just toss it away. <laughs> Move on to the next. <laughs> but then you keep thinking about it. Well, How no. often do you think about a dick a day? You probably do like 50 dicks a day. <laughs> Depends oh. how many men I run into. You know what? You're doing like two dicks an hour, probably more. Oh my Do god! See men that often? Well, I just think I think. Remember every- when we were at the restaurant yesterday and there was those two men? You thought about their dicks? Yeah, <laughs> I thought one dick was old and one was young, and I was like, he's kind of short, he's kind of lean. It's probably smaller. And I'm like, focus. What are we ordering oh. for lunch? My God, it's a new one. It'll probably pass. Oh. It's been about a year. <laughs> So you thought about, you think, wow. I don't think about, I don't. What about in like parent-teacher interviews? Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. One in particular. I know it's not good. I, I I also think about their grooming. Like when I think about their nongs, I also oh think about the hair situation there. God. Like are they wiry? What is, is it long? This? Is it short? Is there what any? What would grandma say about this? We should ask her. No, let's not ask her. <laughs> Nope. Would your husband be offended about your dick infatuation? Oh no, because I I know he's the same, but not with dicks, <laughs> boobs. Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah. Well, I bet I bet he could. No, I sh- I won't go on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I bet a lot of men have thought about each and every one of the boobs that live in their offices, and they can't help but they're not being they're not trying to be dirty. I'm not trying to think about dick. And, it's but, just that if I see a man, I know he has one, and I'm curious what it might look like. <laughs> I don't want to do anything with it. Ah, not at all. I don't want to even see would, it. If you had a chance to, like, if you could have x-ray vision, would you Would you take that? Yes. You would. Yes. You would look at dick yes. all day. I also think it would be really funny to just have a whole bunch of men. You know how they do lineups when someone's, like, you have to identify you just them? You go look at dicks. There's a whole bunch of dicks in a row. <laughs> Like standing there, not hard, just dangling all kinds. We should Google it. A variety of dicks. Because they're the weirdest things. No, this is outrageous. Like, I have some sausages in my freezer. I'm like, you think about dick. I think, yeah. You are a guy. Maybe we need to get that testosterone checked. Again, we already know it's off the chain. (laughs) (laughs) Your dick, in fact, I can't. Yeah, I, I hope it starts happening to you. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it into your head and you're going to be obsessed and you're going to You talk about it a lot. I'm like, I don't feel like talking about dick right now. I was like, there was this one Uber driver and he was really overweight, but his hands were so nice. Like they weren't fat. And I was like, wow, his dick must be nice. It was like smooth skin, a good shape. And he's married. I'm like, Ooh, she must be happy with that dick. I don't, uh, I, I, okay. I don't think that I will have the same, I have other infatuations, you know? 
Do tell. Do you know it? Hotels. Oh. <laughs> airplanes. You just worry about dick. I'll worry about where we're staying. Where My brain is pretty full with managing our life. And you know what you mean, like... Our life, like okay. uh, you keep managing that. I'll just think about dick over yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Can you do it for me? I don't, I don't know, know how, how to do, do it. it. Yeah, she doesn't. She just sits there and she knows it'll magically happen. So, kitty cat will. Run. Lex is bad for me too because between the two of you, we do everything. everything for you. I can't do it. Can do some things. Yeah, yeah. You do nothing. Just you just get people. It's just one person I'm afraid to ask to do things. Who? Well, Gumby. I don't want to ask too much of him. Right. Well, he's like you. Someone will do it for me. <laughs> He's like, I don't do that shit. Someone will do it for me. That's uh, someone else's job. Oh, shit. Well, I, you know what? You should feel complimented if I ask you to do something for me. It's like, I know do, I trust you. Do, listen, okay. I trust me too. I have to pee. I trust me too. Do it's, you hear that? I tr- you just keep thinking about dick and I will manage our lives. No biggie. Oh, oh nitty. I have two bottles of open champagne. You should just take that dick and fuck yourself. No, no. Cat. What? Don't. What are you, what are you saying? It's kind of rude. No, it's you not. You just take that dick and fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. That's right. Yeah. Do you yeah. get it? Yeah. No, I get like, it. It's how we end it. Thank you. I'm not saying. Yeah. No, it's a compliment. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Myself. Exactly. It's also like, hey Nick, hey Nat, take that dick and fuck yourself. Okay. Well, Go fuck yourself. Okay. Not. I don't need a dick for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have a fake one. That's called a dildo. It looks like a dick. Yeah. You know. Ugh. Right. Fingers look like dicks too. Yeah, tiny dicks. Tiny <laughs> baby dicks. Goodbye. We gotta Bye. go.